Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr, joined, as always, by Ray Harrington. And Charles is here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that old show. <laughs> that old show. Right? With Scott Bayo? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, Charles is here. Charles, Charles is here. And Instagram team. made me change my name to Charles Staten. They were like, who's Chuck Staten? That's not you. Really? Yeah. Did you have to show ID? Yeah. Huh. I know. Word. Suck. I don't understand how people get uh, people get away with having weird names everywhere. Like on Facebook, there's someone that I know that has like fuck like in their name as their middle name. <gasps> I'm like, Rude. how they get away with that? Rude. I can't even have Chuck. They, they got to go fucked. to the DMV. They got to change it. They got to change their name. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's right. You know what I don't like? Uh, one like mistake happened in whatever uh, Holland America Cruise Lines does, the parent company of Princess that I do some right. work for occasionally. Uh, someone put in my middle initial like immediately after my first name. Nice. And occasion- And now like every plane ticket I get... All of my information when I get on board a ship, I've had uh, somebody refer to me as Raymonda because mm. my middle initial is A, so it says Raymond. So it's like Raymond A. Harrington, but they're like Raymonda, and I'm like, no, Raymonda is a cool yeah. name. Yeah, I'm Raymonda. I think Raymonda. You sound like a like a like a like a reggae guy. I'd love to be listening to. I don't want to do it. I, I would love to see now. you with one big thick dreadlock. Just one all, thick dread, and I call a judge. <laughs> Raymonda. Uh, oh no! Nope. <laughs> Come on! I, like I think it sounds more like someone who's not passing. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Mm. Hi, I'm Raymonda. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Raymonda is a person who didn't do a go- good job picking their new name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Raymonda. I will say when I came out to interview at UMass Dartmouth, you know, they arranged the, the plane ticket, the flight for me, and my name was listed as Bradley Aror. And I'm like, I'm like they're not going to let me through security. And they, the security did minute. not care. Uh, we're looking for error, Mr. Error. Yeah. I just figured out a fucking mind-blowing fact about the three of us. Same middle, middle initial. We're the triple A's, baby. Are we, are we in a treehouse right now? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Cut like, your dick and touch it on mine. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> That's how you do Blood Brothers in Rhode Island? Oh, I hate it. I cut it so deep. Yeah, I hate it. That's Don't get works. me aroused. Don't get me aroused. I, I need my jeweler's loop. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> it's the early Four 80s. Four episodes in a row. My joke was that you, <laughs> I was sexually attracted to I you. I know it was. I know it I was. I said, Don't get me aroused. So he said, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> the timeline does work though. If you were doing that to be Blood Brothers when you were a child in the early '80s, that is when a certain bloodborne disease <laughs> that starts rose. with A. Yeah, it starts with A as well. Triple A brothers. Yeah, you got to do a quilt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so today we're here for a really special reason. I've never talked to Ray about this. I've talked to Brad extensively about this. The new Ninja Turtles movie is coming out in theaters. Okay. I'm a grown man. Yeah. You know that. Allegedly. Right. Um, and I'm really excited for it. I think from from a, from the standpoint of like making art, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think they're going to do a great job. I have a lot of reasons I feel that way, but I, you know, obviously I haven't seen it yet. But I love the Ninja Turtles. A lot of people know this about me. It's kind of a running thing. 
and uh, people who are fans of the podcast definitely know this about me. But we've never talked on this podcast about why I like them or kind of what I think. So we're going to kind of do like a loose roar you know yes. where Brad's going to give us some facts about the Ninja Turtles. And I, I kind of wanted to discuss them because I think, I know this sounds odd, that the Ninja Turtles have really influenced how I look at media, storytelling, uh, visuals, like diversity in terms of like taking an idea and putting it into different forums and being able to change things around. And but I want to kind not of not actual diversity. No. Uh yeah. They're I th- green. I think so. They're green. Well, there's there's there's, there's a lot of a diversity in the new Ninja Turtles movie. Did you know that? Oh sure, yes. yeah, yeah, like yeah. like uh <laughs> casting wise, yeah. Yeah, casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um but uh and they're pro- there I'm sure there wasn't. I mean, I think there was actually for the for the first live action movie because it was all Martial arts like experts, I think, right? I guess. Arnie Reyes Jr. was started doing that. We talked about the last episode. But uh, anyway, um, I wanted to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, Roar, you know. So what did you come up with about the Ninja Turtles? I was told there would also be a... Dang it. Roars of Rage? Roars of Rage. We're closing with Roars of Rage. (laughs) The Roar, you know. The Roars of Rage. Actually, you know what? Before we get into that... Uh Uh-oh. What is your relationship with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Raymond? Um, I had a brief sexual encounter with Leonardo. Mm. He's a leader. leader. He, he, and <laughs> in the bedroom, it's He's too much. It's, it's too much, honestly. You know, I, I wrote a joke to one of the, the, the con organizers that we work with, and I think he didn't get it. Um, and I said, uh, I, I was at a con recently, and I met uh, the guy who does the voice of Leonardo, and um, he was like, yeah, we're all going to do like a big panel at Rhode Island Comic Con with all the voices. And Rob Paulson, who Brad knows yep. from moderating, does the voice of um, maybe he does Leonardo. No, he does Raphael. Raphael. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And uh, so I texted our contact at Rhode Island Comic Con. I was like, hey, man, I'm like, if this panel is going to happen, I'd love to moderate it. And he's like, sure, whatever. We were talking about it. I go, but by the way, uh, I did get some warnings. They said that this one is the, lead, the leader, and I was naming all the celebrity voices, yeah, the voices yeah. that do them. This one's the leader. This one does machines. And I, and I, I go, and also, I guess we should look out for Rob Paulson or, because uh, you know I heard he was cool but crude. And the guy from the con was like, all right, keep it, I'll keep it in mind. And yeah. I'm like, it's no, a joke. Yeah. You know, get the joke. No Come on. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fun. Anyway. I like the idea that Rob Paulson having a really bad day that day. <laughs> They're treating me like I'm like aggressive or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so your relationship with the Turtles. Uh, you know, I was uh, a child of the late 80s, early 90s, and so I loved the Ninja Turtles when I was a small boy. Was that one of your things, or were you like, no, I, I really like Transformers, I like this? I like Turtles, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I had some Turtle figures, some toys. Mm-hmm. I had the van that made me feel very special. That's probably the only like vehicle? big vehicle of, of, a, of a toy thing mm-hmm. that I got, wow. which was really great. Yeah. Um, they, they, the toys for the Turtles were fucking awesome. Well, that's part of my response to your question, is like, even as a kid, I did have an awareness that, like, this is a toy-led thing, right? Yeah. Because they came about in that period of time where children's cartoons were being made, like, by the toy company. Yeah, yeah He-Man. Specifically to sell toys. Yeah. Transformers. Transformers, Transformers He-Man, was a huge one. G.I. Joe. I, yeah, there was, there, I mean, and, and then countless, like, who can remember ones. I remember there was Mask. one. Uh, it might be Mask, where the vehicles... 
would change into another vehicle. It was masked, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I loved it because yeah. only because the weird like, uh, uh, like offshoot toy store outlet store that mm-hmm. was uh, that was in the Kittery outlets in Maine at yep. the time. Yeah, they sold them, yeah. so I was able to get them. So I was just thrilled. Where I was like, I have the drag car that turns into a jet. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, so for turtles, like it was that I loved watching the cartoon as yeah. a kid. Oh yeah, and then playing the Nintendo game yep. and being so frustrated. I have wow. a very distinct memory <laughs> of being at a after school like daycare program because okay. I was in elementary school. I was a, a small child, and they had a Nintendo and they would play the Ninja Turtles game. It was either that or DuckTales, and oh, we would best. play that. I, I loved DuckTales as well. Yeah, me too. But uh, I remember that game and it being so hard. It's so like hard. Like that wa- underwater level with the bombs yep. and all that shit. And I remember just like three kids, me and like two other kids, like taking it seriously. Oh, oh yeah. you have Going to. Going through and yeah. being like, I'm going to try. And then like... You know, Dude. my mom comes and I'm like, I just because it's, but it's my turn next. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. being like that. Oh yeah. Uh, but then you know, I got a little older. I, like I, I loved the first movie. I watched that a million times. Yeah. So you're you're but, in the right age range for it. Yeah. Like I I took in all of the turtle stuff when I was a kid, but there was also like that awareness of like this is being sold to me. And then when I got older, I I looked back at a lot of that stuff as just like these were extended commercials. Yeah. And so it's hard for me. I I I think your love of turtles is great and I, I like that. It's hard for me to to get past the sales right. part of it. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to be like, I love this pop culture thing that is ultimately built on just selling toys you know what i mean yeah i except, except that i think a lot of it isn't like when you talk about the actual cartoon that i think started in 89 yep we'll get to it it was around that time yeah around that time. 90 87 87 is when the cartoon started 87 is when the cartoon wow. started 52 yes. so i'd say that like the cartoon itself they had to which, testify before the house on american committee yeah yeah which is which was huge they thought Raphael was a marxist that one was Based on selling toys, yeah, but I don't think the movie was. I don't think the original comic was. I, none of that stuff was. No, obviously. I think the co- I know the comic was not, and and the movies were. Yeah, the comic. Well, I think the first movie had had some I, sales tag. I think it was it. It wouldn't have received funding if they didn't expect in some way that they were going to be able to sell toys. There wasn't really the toys tied to the first movie. It was just the yeah. cartoon, and, I, sure, and basically, sure. it's funny. The first movie was made as like a wicked low budget, independent, gritty film that yeah. was just based on the comics. Oh, right, right, and I which do, is really yeah. strange. No, and I, I appreciate the first movie. After that, it's like all right. I like I like Turtles two a lot. I like Toka and Razor a lot. Okay, but there, but the, but it's definitely like the first movie was yeah. like a really weird project to put out the same time as the TV show, and the second movie was more of like well let's take the first movie and try to bend it to be more like this man it's so tough like i'm gonna i think i'm gonna struggle through this because there is this i don't know if it's cynicism or uh a wall of some kind but there is an element to me where i'm like i just can't feel that deeply or get that invested in like plot line of a thing to that to me feels like uh, like i said a commercial you know what i mean well this is what's it's like it's like really being invested in like Happy Meal toys. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that that would be uh, a weird way to describe the stuff outside the cartoon. Like like yeah. The Last Ronin. 
Sure, sure. That yeah. would be weird to just to compare that to like a well, happy no, no, meal no. toy. I, the comics are it, it's what's sad, so funny sad though meal toy. is like the comics are you know how they were how they came about how right. they were distributed and 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 all of that stuff is very outside of it's like the opposite it's the antithesis to the rest of what this the is Turtles this was. is this is kind of my thing yeah because they continue to exist as both things right as right. the punk rock thing when that's how they were created legitimately there's yeah, just yeah. no argument. And then also as a marketing machine for mainstream consumption. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's it's very right? weird. Which it's is like if the Fry Guys had like a, a like a couple of albums that were actually pretty great before they became the Fry Guys. Well, this is what I'm. They, were, well, they you, were punk band. But here's yeah. the thing: I think that it's in 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 my opinion, and like we'll talk about it. I think that the Turtles continued to make the the mainstream sales thing and great projects at the same time consistently. That's what's really interesting. Is like if you got to think, when did Last Ronin come out? Two years ago? More than that, I, I believe. Yeah. I mean, this, but, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Last Ronin Two is still coming out. Sure, it's still sure. new issues are still coming out. So these ideas, and this is kind of where I look at uh, mainstream culture and you know people saying i want to make a thing and then getting big off of it like let's say quentin tarantino is a good example of a legitimate filmmaker who got famous or successful off of the merit of the projects he mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. i think that that stuff is present here as it also does get pulled into mainstream culture and there's a lot of examples of that that i really gravitate towards like i love uh i love batman returns the movie mm-hmm. i think it's like a very imaginative great uh you know tim burton piece and i think everyone killed it but then also they did make Happy Meal toys from right, it. Right, right, yeah. And the parents complained because the movie was so disturbing and violent. Like yeah. the penguin like bites off a guy's nose, but he's also in a Happy Meal toy. It's so it's so difficult because like I think we're in a unique space where Yes. I was thinking about this a few days ago actually, and that's why this is a is like a, a wrestle for me to go through this. Is like I think we came up in an era that was new where we were being sold to so hard. Uh, the sure. the late seventies started to see it, yep. right? But it wasn't like Star Wars. You know the story of Star Wars and not having like the uh, the toy rights and stuff like that. And oh boy, you know yep. all, yeah. all that business. Yep. Um, the eighties is when they went. Hey, wait a minute. You know, basically every business was like, wait a minute, we can like mine people. Yep. And our generation yeah. is the first generation that grew up loving product lines you know what i mean yes like really having a love for uh content that was created for for toy sales and stuff like that uh you know happy meal toys being a memory uh like toys being branded and sold to you in this like very specific way like everybody has fond nostalgic memories of like i had a skip it uh, or I had I think, this, like these toy things, these products that were sold, and then video games became a thing. Yes. Home video games, and in I, my in it, my opinion, you're close to being right. It's a close to true, but I almost think it was like <laughs> no. I think that I think that the idea of the nostalgia for toy lines existed before the '80s. I yeah. think that they people do have stuff from like. What's that guy that you uh, evil can evil? Like yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that that toy's big. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. But I think it's like almost the time where like that stuff happened naturally leading up to the eighties. That's what I mean. And yeah. then the eighties yeah. was people saying like, "Well, let's do this on purpose." That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the seventies yeah. was, people, like was people before us still had come, that nostalgia. Right, right. It just was monetized in a. This different was way. the first time where it was literally the company going, "How do we generate?" Yes, this? Right. You know? exactly. And, and it is weird because 
our entire generation is that. And now being uh, older, millennial, like uh, older millennials, you know, hitting 40 and being in a place where a lot of our nostalgia for for these companies to now mine again I know. Right, is empty. Of course. Like, that's what's yeah. so weird about well, it. So it is like, hey, look at this fucking, isn't it fun that there's like this? I don't know. It's just a, it's well, a really he, weird thing. And it's very strange to have a, a whole generation grow up being sold to and our nostalgia being for sales products. Well, here's, here's what's interesting about it that I think has always been like, there's something I've been thinking about a lot. We talk a lot about how original ideas have really taken a backseat in mainstream culture in yes. terms of what kind of projects get made in terms of movies, television, that kind of stuff, um, where they're really just rehashing a lot of stuff that's already famous because there's less of a, of a risk involved. Think about the risk involved with taking the violent Ninja Turtles comic book. It's in black and white mm -hmm. and saying... Yeah, I guess we're going to make it a Saturday morning cartoon show. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. That's what we're, we're... We wish that that would happen now with that kind of stuff. Right, we right. wish they would still say, yeah, these guys created this thing. It's kind of underground, but let's give it a shot and let's actually work with this thing that's getting popular now that's an original idea. Yeah. Now we're wishing that that would happen when back then they were more focused on original ideas in the late 80s, early 90s, whatever it was. Um, but for me, a lot of this stuff that comes from we're a couple of people and we're going to make a thing and we're going to see how it goes, that goes with a lot of things that I appreciate, which, you know, Quentin Tarantino movies, Kevin Smith movies, obviously, a lot of the punk bands I like from bands like Blink-182 and Green Day to bands like No Effects, Rancid, Suicide Machines, Leftover Crack that are not, you know, these monstrous bands, but yeah. kind of came from the same space and were legitimate just like starting out with a, with a fucking garage and a van. Um, I look at all that stuff as so similar. And I think that, you know, making film projects, making music projects for so long, and just working in creativity for so long, I can see all of that, like, we're guys coming up with a thing, and then it becomes a monstrous thing, even to the point of, like, Impractical Jokers, shooting their pilot on cell phones, and now they're the Impractical Jokers. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, yeah. we're in the mix with it's, them. It's just tricky when it is something where, at that time, they were pulling... They were literally like, we just want to make toy lines, and we need uh, Saturday morning cartoons. We need, uh, we need to create that. So what the hell is this thing? And they were just searching for stuff... And so many of them are iterations of that. So, like with with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was this element of like, well, what product is already out there? Okay, the the turtles and their ninjas are right, great. They're not even like looking at the content of the comic. They're looking at it like this is just the pitch, right? And it feels like uh, I guess I'm trying to think of like a similar thing now, but uh, it, it's difficult to do. Uh, it, it's just weird. It's a weird thing of like. Yes, it exists as this comic book that's very, you know, DIY punk mentality, like it's a thing. Yeah. But that was selected by this company to then repackage in a different way and like, you know, childize it and, and send it out there. Yeah. And it's hard for me to be like, I love the thing that, was, that the company made just to sell the toy. I don't it's it's hard for me to divorce I get the I, two. I think you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I guess so. 
But probably it would be easy for you to think about the comic by itself created by the two guys. Yeah, of course. Like, of course. And I do think there is a difference between saying, I think that the plot lines in the TV show were amazing. That, that's different than... I think that my appreciation is for these. Boy, are you guys going to hate my opinion then? <laughs> no, I completely. I, you know, I get it. I get it. It's just difficult for me to to split that. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's, it's it's hard. It's a hard one. It's tough. I mean, I I feel like I've been dealing with some version of uh, against me is no longer respected in the punk community because they signed to Warner Brothers. Mm. And to me, a lot of that it feels similar to that. It's it's tough, it, but it's different it's because it's because not the that's same. Just the same. Like it's it's, it's a exactly. band performing music, and then a I band know. performing music. It's a comic book that's that's indie, and then a whole machine making a, a children's cartoon television show that's yeah. on, airing on networks because they already have the toy line, you know, what's ready to go. Like it's different. What's interesting, though, I think, and like we're gonna find out from Brad probably a little bit more about this. Is, I'm ready to get roared. It is who, you know, who do we look at as these are the guys creating a cool thing and these are the fat cats with the money who just want to make money. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at, obviously, Eastman and Laird, who created the Turtles, we don't think of them that way at the time because they were just, they didn't even yeah, have yeah. A, a place to make it. Sure. The actual original Turtles comics were made on Chinese food menus mm. because it was cheaper to produce them and that's why they were made in black and white. That's how, like down the chain there. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, so the the cartoon gets made, but then it's like when they give the rights of the movie to whatever company made it, um, I do think that that filmmaker, that writer, and those people were back in the seat of the creators who just want to make a good thing and Mm. are not... They don't have bottomless pockets to throw whatever at at, as as much money as they want at a thing. I don't think it is a soulless uh, machine across the board. But I think that there are elements of that. Oh, sure, sure. This. I think if, you yeah. know... Like Nickelodeon like you, now, for sure. Yeah, but I think if you pick the the specific little, you know, little things, little examples, yes, those have heart and are, are full, you yeah. know. Uh, it's tough when the board is full of multiple different... Th- like, you know, here's know. this version, this version, that's, this version, this version. That's what I appreciate about it, I think. Yeah. Because, and I think that, I mean, we can kind of probably look at, I guess, a very similar... IP would be Batman because you have movies like Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. but you also have the original comics. You also have like amazing comics that are still being written by about sure, yeah. Batman. Yeah. You have things like Dark Knight, which are as big as a movie could get, but is for sure written by people and directed by somebody who believes in the character and the actual story that's being told. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you probably have a similar varying quality across yeah, yeah, the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably yeah. have a lot of varying, yeah. you know what I mean? It is just interesting to me because I think uh, turtles are a very good like uh, mascot for this idea that I've been wrestling with. This idea of a generation raised on more consumer-based kind of art, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And what that means for the kind of the cycle of pop culture that becomes let's create things that are uh, nostalgic for them, yeah. And it's like, how do we do that when this was already based on thin elements to begin with? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, no, and it, I, don't, it, I don't, I don't think I agree. This the thin elements to begin with thing. I don't agree with that. But I know what you mean. I don't. Way. I'm not talking about specifically about turtles. You I'm not insulting in turtles. I'm talking about. I'm literally talking about like Happy Meal toys and uh, like the. the oh, you're, oh, so you're empty saying shit. Empty you're, you're shit saying that, that was to sell to kids. You're saying like a nostalgia thing now based on something like 
like in the new Michael Bay Turtles movie, they have a pizza, like a van that shoots manhole covers, mm-hmm. and all that is based on is the nostalgia for a toy that was created. Right, not right, a storyline yeah. element, yeah, not yeah, yeah, an yeah. element of what they were doing. Right, that's what. Yeah, yeah. And, and because our generation really was that, you know what I mean? We were kind of we were the prototype of uh, let's sell to kids. Right, that's yeah, it. I think so. Uh, genuinely, like yes, the seventies saw elements of it, but it was kind of being felt out. The eighties, I think so kids, too. Like we grew up with a Disney World esque mascot for fucking cheeseburgers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ronald yeah. McDonald, all that yes, construction yes. is a weird corporate consumer based yeah. thing. They had to make how do we trap these children? They had right? to make like laws about how Joe Camel is used. Yes, because of that. Yeah, that's exact what I mean. Thought and process. our generation was the first. And so now we're of an age where our kids are going to go see stuff and things like that, where pop culture is now making stuff for nostalgic purposes. Yeah. But it, now they have to go back to weird, like, uh, the foundation is, like, paper thin on a lot of these things. Yeah, yeah maybe. I'm not talking about turtles. Yeah. Just in general, a lot of things. Yeah. Like, do you do... It's empty. Uh, do you do a... Uh, cut that out so I still sound smart. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cut, cut out cut out my drastic flinch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we have to, just so you know, we did have to cut out a period of time because Brad had to go change his pants. Yeah. Uh, he peed. He peed. Uh, no, uh, like can you do a fucking nostalgia hit movie now for Teddy Ruxpin? When That's ultimately, it's, like, it's, it's it's a dark. Uh, we we wrote a script treatment for it. Oh, okay, it's <laughs> like very Five dark. Nights at Freddy <laughs> yeah. kind of thing, but only for like psychological torture. It's called yeah. it's called One Night at Teddy's. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's like he's Pinhead. Yeah, it's weird. It's like sexual. It's erotic horror. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. That caterpillar guy. It's erotic horror so for dicks. furries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really it's really interesting. And and it's funny. Another thing that kind of falls into that for me. Is uh, the horror, the slasher icons from the eighties too? Sure, sure, it's yeah, very yeah. similar. Yeah, and I mean, as we've talked about in the podcast, and we've kind of come up with this loose idea that like fourteen percent of the reboot stuff is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it all has to do with this, and I think that the turtles uh, fall into the case of some of the stuff being good, some of it being thin, some yeah, of it being yeah, bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like to me, the original Ninja Turtles NES game that you were talking about. That's an example of it being, I mean, like maybe it's part of the limitations technolo- technologically at the time of like not a good thing being made from the thing. Because we played through the Battletoads games and I'm like, these games aren't hard. They're bad. Mm. Like there's yeah. a little bit of hard, but they're also bad. Um, but I do think it's like the Turtles got this IP. It's shocking to me that it's been going for so long and that there's a new rise in popularity right, right, right. now. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I really, I love the idea of something becoming so big and still retaining all these different elements of how it originally was. Yeah. And we're going to get to some of this stuff because I'm sure there's some stuff that is, is going to be fun to discuss yeah. uh, Brad, along the way. can you roar us? I'd love to. Yeah, give us some facts about the turtles. In uh, our, right in our faces. So here's, here's In our begging, thirsty faces. Shoot those facts. No, this is, is getting Is weird. yours your chronological? Is it facts chronologically? Uh, mostly chronologically, yeah. Yeah, all right, go ahead. I, uh, first of all, you didn't ask me. I was, I'm older than you guys. I had two Ninja Turtle toys, one Ninja Turtle plush. I watched the first movie in theaters, and that was where my Ninja Turtle fandom 
took a hiatus. So that was until you know I met Chuck, and he's like, "You never watched Ninja Turtles two? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that he was out, in a onesie at the time. Yes, did that come out in nineteen ninety? Uh, the movie yeah. or eighty nine? Ninety. So how old were you? I would have been twelve when the movie came out. I saw it in theaters, and like at the end, my friend was like, "Yeah, Shredder didn't die." I'm like, "He was crushed." And he's like, no, just his helmet was crushed. So we were old enough to realize yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was building toward a sequel. Yeah. I wasn't old enough. My friend was old enough. <laughs> How old was your friend? 45. Yes. <laughs> See, it's funny. In, in 1990, I was six. Yeah. So it's yeah. a little different. Yes. You know? um, yeah. Created in 1983. First published in 1984 by Eastman and Laird, Black and White. The first, one of the first big successes of direct retail comic book publishing. So they didn't go through... You know, your Marvels and your DCs. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they did it directly. They printed, I think, 3,000 copies of the first book and went to trade shows, sold them. And they don't fit into traditional uh, bags and boards yeah, because yeah. they're thin like a Chinese food menu, yeah. which is funny. They, uh, they drew on or parodied uh, elements from other comics. The teenager thing came from New Teen Titans. Mm. Uh, the mutants came from the Uncanny X-Men. Uh, and then the ninjas came from Daredevil. And turtles came from the idea of like funny animal anthropomorphic characters, like Howard the Duck was yeah, the example yeah. given. So a lot sense. of turtles is is based on Daredevil. Yeah, I the, don't know if you know that the Foot Clan. I didn't, versus, but it makes a lot of sense. Versus yeah. the hand. Yeah, the hand. Uh, I'm currently reading the latest run of uh, Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky because yeah. I really like Chip Zdarsky. He's like very prolific. He he writes for fucking everybody. Yeah, and it's uh it's it's decent. I mean, it's a big story. Yeah, yeah. it's it like. It's 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 good. Yeah. It's very yeah. good, but it's like big. Like yeah. at this point, uh, it is assumed Matt Murdock is dead, as so he can now live full time as Daredevil, and yeah. it's like given himself over to being Daredevil. Yeah, that's cool. And is now taking over the fist to fight the hand yep. with Electra, who was taking over for him for a time while he was in jail. So you have two Daredevils. Okay, and they're fully in on this like world-changing thing with fist. I'm sorry, I went all into that. So, so yeah, but so it makes a lot of sense. Daredevil's it, teacher, Stick. Turtle's yeah. teacher, Splinter. Splinter. Oh my god. And also they Oh my god. You know that you know you know uh Daredevil's origin yes. of like the thing. That's what happened Ooh, to the turtles too. The thing was not involved in Daredevil's origin. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm really comic booking out. The thing was driving the truck that spilled the Oh, got it, got it, got it. But that's where the they, like in the cartoon, it's him. It's Matt Murdock as a little kid holding the turtles. Oh, and yeah. And the thing splashes and he, falls and he drops in the thing. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. A couple years later, Playmates came around. The company, not the... Not the Hef- magazine. Hugh Hefner. Um, wow, look at those turtles' dicks. Those are tails. Playmates licensed the figures and like Transformers and like G.I. Joe. <laughs> Playmates licensed the figures, and they yeah. said, we're going to make a show to sell them to kids. And that's where they got the different colored bands, because, again, black and white, you can't distinguish yeah. uh, their love And also pizza. turtles. Can I be racist? I think they all look very much alike. <laughs> I think all the turtles look alike. You take their masks off, I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> ignorant I can't tell. attitude. <laughs> what do you, keep going. Also, I believe uh, shells don't crack. I think it's another <laughs> thing. They look great for their age. Yep. Well, they're teenagers. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. 1989, the NES video game that Ray referenced, uh, mm-hmm. notoriously difficult. Uh, also in 1989, Eastman and Laird published an editorial in one of the comics that said, hey, we're okay with like this element of wackiness being added to the, the children's show and the video game and everything. Um, 
Like you still have the original comics. Like the, the yeah, tone yeah, of these yeah. comics is still the same. They later, like years later, said, "Hey, we regret saying yes to everything." Yeah, I'm sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to that. It's in a hard bit. to not though when you're at that point when where you're just like, okay. Yeah. Well, this is one of the things I think about a lot. Is like the idea of, let's say you make a thing. Let's say we make Fun Bearable, uh, the the podcast, and and it gets really big. I vote no. And uh, <laughs> a company is like. The idea of them being like, we want you to make a fun, bearable TV show about you guys. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And they're like, but like, you can, like, here's all the stuff that we think could fly from the show. You got to have a dog from space. <laughs> and they're like, That's you, the deal. But you, can't you can't do this. You can't do this. He's going to replace Brad. Yeah, he talks. It's, it's going to be uh, prime time on fucking, you know, Comedy Central, some basic You're on channel. After Family Matters. Yeah. So no, no, you know, no fucks. You can't talk about this. Can't do this. They're like, but you can still do the regular podcast. And we're like, oh, don't worry. We give no fuck. <laughs> like the idea of saying uh, toxic Chuck syndrome. <laughs> we think that this idea that you came up with that has worked. We want to change it a little bit to be more yeah, accessible. Yeah, yeah. But you can still do your original one too. Yeah. If you can handle the workload, sure. It is tough for me to find the fault in that. You know what I mean? No, I don't find a fault in that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I no, don't. but so so I think about the idea of it becoming this uh, commodity. You know, this yeah. thing. It's almost like, not that I think that they looked at it like, if we do this, we get to keep doing this. But there is an element of, well, we made a thing. We finally found a thing that is yeah, yeah. that is successful. Yeah. So let's just take it to the extreme. And I think that there is a version of selling out. But I think that, in my personal opinion, from like doing all this stuff for a long time and trying to like have a career... I think it's really hard to actually sell out. Like against me signing to Warner Brothers and making their own music to me is not selling out at all. Mm. Green Day, Blink, all that stuff. But, you know, Sugar Ray, who I really like a lot, like I listen to their older stuff as Ray's knows, and then they come out with like, you know, Fly, Fly which is great, but then they just kind of go completely into soft acoustic rock. Maybe that is, but even again, if I talk to them and they're like, yeah, we were doing this music for a long time and we actually were really interested in going yeah. in this direction, to me, that's not even selling out. No, no, maybe, no. Maybe you're interested in going in that direction. No, I get it. I, I, so I it's, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, so it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough to tell where that line is. But I think, I think I'm looking at it from a later part of the thing, right? You're looking at it from the creator perspective, like yeah. the, the person who made the thing. Yeah. I'm looking at it as the end user, like the consumer of the thing. Yeah. And and largely just kind of like what it means for the culture, right? right. And like right. I, my issue is with how that product was, you know, the intention behind making it. Mm-hmm. Not involved with the yeah the, yeah, not, know, the yeah not and, not creation and and you mean like making the, the the thing yeah the consumer end of it right and and it's hard for me to look at those things and be like I and like revere it as a piece of art made is difficult for me you know what I mean for the TV show like as a whole you know what I mean and I don't mean like because I agree with the comic I again yeah my, my statement on this yeah I don't want to turn it into a debate. I'm not talking just about Ninja Turtles or yeah, yeah, specifically yeah. about Ninja Turtles. Right. It's, it's, it's really just an overall, again, about that 80s, 90s kind of, you know, this is a product. We're selling you this product. Yeah, it's, t- it's, it's tough, I guess, because everything is kind of it has its own story. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think I, I watched uh I think his name is I think it's Toy Galaxy. It's a channel on YouTube, and they kind of went through the history of how Saturday morning cartoons started. Mm-hmm. And so many of those cartoons were really like built to sell toys, which are, you know, like we said, Turtles, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, there's like a million of them. Yeah. But there's a lot of them that kind of didn't, which were like the Disney afternoon stuff. They never really had toys attached to it, which I thought was really right. strange. I'm like, well, why did they do this? Just to make shows i guess it's just weird to ignore yeah. that aspect like of for it. me the stuff i revere comes from like early nickelodeon i think a lot of like all that for me no pre all that like clarissa sure uh like pete and pete to me is something i i hold up okay. because it it is like it is sneakily counterculture mm-hmm. made by counterculture people mm-hmm. which is really fun and exciting yeah for that to be packaged for children is really exciting. Like Iggy Pop being a dad on that show, yeah, right, is incredible. Yeah, when you're a child and have no idea what that what yeah. that means right. and who who that is and, yeah. and it's, it's close, all of that. It's closer to making a movie in the late '80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like right? That, yeah, I appreciate that. And then you know, obviously, like Nickelodeon was kind of like a Wild West territory of stuff for sure. Where they just wanted content. They weren't really thinking at that time. Yeah, about like. How do we monetize this even further? Right, right. So yeah. they were just kind of creating the shows where we just want shows for kids, and we want to be a little different and a little more. Like, yeah, let's give them something. Let's not talk down to them. Yeah, like, I actually just watched a documentary about this too. Yeah, uh, Lee Leshin, friend of the podcast, fan of the podcast, one of my best friends. Uh, you know, he was a producer on the Orange Years, which is was yeah. the, the documentary. Yeah. Um. So uh, like a lot of cool stuff comes out of that space. But I think the reason I think it's so special is the fact that that was able to exist at that time, right? You know, and it wasn't turned into that. It's the reason why. It's the reason why. Uh, I think this might help. Why Bill Watterson is yeah, yeah, yeah. In my mind, and a, a lot of people's mind, uh, held up as like this great comic strip artist guy yeah. who created Calvin and Hobbes, yeah, who said. I will not license this for anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that's sad about that. Yep. There's a part of that's sad that I can't have like a, anything, yeah. a a little figure of Calvin and a little figure of Hobbes or a stuffed yeah. uh, tiger to give right. to Finn or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that the fact that it only exists as, as that comic book strip. Yeah. So you have to seek it out or give it to a child, which I did. I gave, I gave yeah. it to Finn. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it, Am I bummed that there's not going to be like a movie? Kind of, but ultimately, like, phew. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it I don't depends. need Illumination Studios to make a dick and fart fucking Calvin and Hobbes. But I, you know? I, I feel like that's that's with the mm. no dick, just yeah. fart, <laughs> no dick, no dick. It's yeah. his tail. <laughs> it's Hobbes's tail. It's it's tough because I look at that and I say it's it's likely they could make a dumb thing. Yeah. And without like really throwing it under the bus, like for example, like the newer Peanuts movie, yeah, which yeah, we watched yeah. the night my house burned down. Um, I, I, could you phrase it correctly? The night I burned down your house. Yeah, like <clears throat> I don't, I don't remember that being terrible or anything. I'm yeah. just no, saying it was, was kind of it was forgettable. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, because perhaps. the whole time we were watching, you know, Charlie Brown would do something, and Chuck would elbow me and be like, "That's you." <laughs> I think it's tough too because well, like, I didn't finish. So, oh, so, so, sorry. sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like I think that that's possible. Yeah. But then it's also like, well, then we do look at like the new Chippendale movie mm-hmm. or, 
you know, any of the movies. But those are like outliers. You know what I mean? Well, because the general. That's why I think you you have to trust the right people to make the right thing. Yeah, which is tough. And I, I, and here's my thing. I don't don't trust trust the company (laughs) to trust the right people to make the right thing. Could could you write a Calvin and Hobbes movie? You think? Uh, I think anyone that holds Calvin and Hobbes uh, with care. Yeah. I mean, I have Calvin on this arm yeah. right. and I have Hobbes on this arm. Right. Uh, I, I love Calvin and Hobbes. Not, we're not going to say where you have Susie Durkins. I was going to say <laughs> the snowman. Ah, okay. Uh, but no, it's, uh, it, it's, it's tough. It's like a, um, I think I could write a Calvin and Hobbes movie, yep. but I think most people that enjoy it and respect it could write a reasonable thing yeah. that would be good because they would take care and keep that right. heart there. That's the that's the hope that I have. Right. It, it's the same reason I get worried. Yeah. When people are talking about uh, Illumination Studios maybe making a Zelda movie, right? Because they did uh, they they had a lot of success with the Mario movie. Right. We've talked about the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. To me, I think it's empty. Me too. Uh, and it's not what it could be. Right. Me too. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it happened. Great, it's great not visuals. Bad. Great it's visuals. Just, great yeah. music. Just made. Just very yeah. thin. And my issue is, like, I've never, I've never trusted Illumination Studios. They're the, you know, we brought you the Minions, yeah. which are cancer for any kind of pop culture. I honestly <laughs> believe that. Just and ask my you, aunt's Facebook. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. <laughs> just ask my aunt's. Facebook. You got a shitty thing to say? Put it on a minion, yeah. right? <laughs> You know, are you going to ridicule a demographic of people? Put it on a minion. Oh, that's hilarious. Do you have problems with differently abled people trying to live their lives? Put it on a minion. Like that's, that's what it is. Anyway, uh, uh, like I don't find their stuff to be like, oh, there's depth here. Right. Right. Um, Zelda like has such a story to it versus Mario. Mario, it's not, there's not a story here. It's not story first. Yeah. And then you have like the new Zelda games that have come out, yeah. Breath yeah. of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. that are so, so treated with care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, they pull a lot from uh, Studio Ghibli. Yep. And it's like only Studio Ghibli could make that movie. Yeah. And, and put the care in. And it, like the idea of Illumination Studios doing it is just like, oh God, it's just going to be references and jokes. And I don't think a Zelda movie. Right. Should be that funny. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, like, right. I think it should be like. I get it. My neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, Ooh. like those things. V- like that. voice of Princess Zelda, Chris Pratt. I was just gonna <laughs> do a Chris Pratt joke. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. And then you're gonna inevitably get. Oh, Link has a voice. Who who are we casting as Link? I'm like, fuck. It's gonna be Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I don't want this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the reason why the Willy Wonka movie. Give, give me Kevin Hart as uh, Link. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do yeah. the impression. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just thinking about uh, uh, a previous generation's, you know, Kevin Hart as yeah. right because Kevin Hart is in like a, a million of the like you know Secret Life Secret of Pets, Pets and yeah. shit like that. It was Eddie Murphy as Donkey. Yep. And in my head, I was just doing. Eddie Murphy's donkey as, as, Link. as, as Link. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Great. Zelda! <laughs> yeah. Zelda! 
Uh, this is yeah. the second appearance of Eddie Murphy's Donkey on the Fun Bearable podcast. You just did that like the Oscars. Yeah. This is the second. <laughs> I, I, I just listened to the Exit 43 episode where they did the Little League Awards. Oh, yeah, and they yeah, did yeah. that joke in it. Uh, but so I, my, my thing is like I don't trust that, right? right. And it scares me because of the, the, the weight that is there versus something else that may be a little more weightless, right? It's the it's the difference between I don't know, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of it. Like uh yeah, I guess I it, it's it's difficult. There's so much involved there and to unpack it is weird. This turned into more of a discussion about like consumer pop culture versus pop culture like, that isn't based in that. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that, that's one of the things I always think about in terms of like I said because I come from such a band space I think I dealt with so much, uh, you know, my band Senior Discount was like really like kids who decided to learn how to play instruments and just looked in a phone book and started playing shows and all this yeah. stuff like that. And and, and then a, 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 a heavy set comedian gentleman trying to explain to them that you can't learn instruments by the phone book. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the but the idea of like me seeing these different people in my in my genre come yeah. up like yeah, yeah. like all you know no effects against me real big fish blink 22 less than jake Rick green day and have this accusation of selling out as they were going forward when i always kind of was like maybe as a kid i would be kind of like that i guess mm -hmm. but when i by the time i was actually playing the shows and playing music i was like oh that's like a fake thing and I think it does exist more in other mediums because you do get to actually repackage the thing and put it with yeah, different it's so creators. It's difficult with bands it's, because it's, it's, it's a band performance. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, performance thing. It's different if, and I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but like if if Haley uh, from Paramore has replaced every member of Paramore because she's in charge and she's the boss and that's right. them now, like there's probably an element of changing in an artificial way sure. for whatever. I, but if it if if it's tough to say. For me, it's like what comes through, what's what actually comes through that's good. What are the, how do the original artists like you know mm -hmm. view it and stuff like that? And with the turtles, like I said, there is a lot of stuff that's going to be of, of varying course. quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of I think that that almost adds to the legacy in a fun way, mm -hmm. where when it continues to have good stuff come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is when something becomes just shitty, mm -hmm. that's one thing yeah. that's tough to swallow and it sucks. Um, but when something is still like, oh, we're doing this in a lot of different ways, we got a lot of different projects going on run by a lot of different people who really do care, that's when I'm really Some en of them. engaged. Well, I think that the new movie, I think for sure. The new story, Last Ronin, I think for sure. And the new mm -hmm. game that we came out that came out for sure. And those are the three biggest things from Turtles recently. Yeah, yeah. So for it's just difficult uh, to to speak to your band analogy. Yeah, I know. I think a more uh, apt analogy using bands mm -hmm. would be the difference between a Sugar Ray who started out in playing a certain way, right. found popularity in another way, and pursued that. Right. Which. Full respect to Sugar Ray. Me too. Honestly. Yeah, yeah and for sure. Mark McGrath, I love the guy. Me too. Yep. He did our Christmas yeah. uh, uh, variety show. I can't be more thrilled. It, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. Fun. But uh, I think the 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 more apt analogy is like you have a Sugar Ray. Yeah. Sold out or whatever, but then you have this uh, guy in Florida who uh, just goes through and casts a, a boy band. Right. And puts them out, and you go, okay, so that's 
that's in sync. Yep. Right? Yeah. To me, that is the that's the more hollow version because yeah. they didn't exist before the corporate guy yeah. came in and went, uh, you, 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 and you, and then six people are gonna write your songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out there and dance. To me, that that and some of the songs, sure, they're catchy as fuck. They were super yeah, popular yeah, 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 and they yeah. were huge. Right. Fine. But I don't have to hold that as a more genuine article than like Sugar Ray. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's it's I, I weird. It's a it's a it's an interesting. I, I think thing. you're you're right about my analogy of bands isn't exactly the same. Yeah, and I also think the idea of someone making in sync isn't exactly the same as taking the thing. Right. I, think, I think they're both. Beca- and here's my issue because yeah. within in sync, yeah, you do have like a Justin Timberlake right. who yeah, is like, genuinely, yeah, extremely right. talented for sure. Yeah, for no sure. offense to the other syncs. It's weird. Chuck keeps putting out advertisements to like come to my house. We'll form a girl band. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, girl band auditions. Yeah, uh, I'm like the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the guy from Florida, except here and also in uh, New York City. <laughs> I'm casting by smell. <laughs> I, th- I think of your feet. I think they're. I know what you mean. I think they're both pretty Ooh, different spicy. from what happens when you take a property that exists and yeah. adapt it. Yeah. It's just it's just tough. It's a different medium. This look back at turtles. Yeah, is so little to do with turtles. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Point. Well, this this is my whole point. Well, we're only up to 1990. So, my, oh god, this and is, we're 50 minutes in. This is my whole point: is that I think that for me, the idea of making a thing that really connects and works, mm. and then finding all these different ways to repackage it. And also, and squeeze every drop of blood out of it. Well, yeah. that's the thing is like I think that there's a way to kind of continually do things that's open to the idea of marketing or whatever, yeah. while still making good stuff. And I think that they have really clearly accomplished that over the years, for sure, without uh-huh. a doubt. And it's interesting because there's not a ton of examples. I never thought about Batman before we started this, but Batman is the closest thing. It's so similar. It's so, so, so similar. I think Transformers is the direct correlation. Well, how did they... St- I don't know how they started. They both started in, uh, you know, Transformers. I, I don't know about their, like, original, like, was there someone working on a story? I, I feel like Transformers came with that idea of, like... I think the big difference is Transformers was the company went, we want to sell toys, let's make a cartoon. And... Turtles was we want to sell toys. Let's make a cartoon. Oh, they have this. Let's pull. See, that. it's interesting. You know what I mean? It's interesting because you look at the origin as the company that looks at a thing that's successful. I look at the origin as the actual origin because if you because to me the cartoon started people, the pop culture craze of the thing. If true. that cartoon never existed, I I don't know how many people would know what the Ninja Turtles are. That's that's true. Right? But with but regardless, that is yeah. not where it started. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, it's, so it's difficult. It's so difficult. So it's it's difficult if a company says let's make a thing to make money mm-hmm. and a different company is like, "Oh, there's these punk rock guys that created their own thing and are selling it by hand over the course of the past year." I don't think that's but similar. that's not how they looked at it, Chuck. But that they but, didn't but, look but, at it but like, that wow, is, they're really creating there's, there's a really no, cool thing. There's no reason to. They literally went. We just that's need fine. Ideas. That's Who fine. Has an idea? It doesn't matter if they looked at it like it. Yeah. This is what happened. I understand. No, I understand. <laughs> like, it's but like it's, a funny thing. I, this is not what. This is exactly this is, what I didn't want to have well, but happen. The, but this. But you. Your eternal optimism and my skepticism. Yes, are but they, going to clash. But, but they are. This is the origin of this thing, and this is the origin of this thing, and it's not up for debate. You can just say. 
oh, it doesn't matter if you want, but this is the origin thing and this is the origin thing. So I, I understand. So to me, if someone created Batman as like, I'm just going to create Batman for this thing and then it gets huge, it's not the same as the Transformers thing. It's way closer to the Turtles thing where it just gets taken. Sure. I mean, well, all like most of the comic book characters that yes. are fully established, most yes. of them generally uh, were coming from a period of time where everybody was going, what are you doing? Of course, oh, yeah, of course. Okay. No, I have a big green of man course, as well. Of course, so Ooh. that's that's the thing was created this to is, sell this, rocks. This is this is not a criticism, but this is why I think it's very strange to be like, oh, these two guys that had no money in New Hampshire created this thing and it got big and blah blah, and saying I think it's more relatable to the Transformers thing that was created by a company. I think it's. I think it's way more clear to, to tie it to something else that's not like that. Okay, I I, I just it's, it's fine. It's just, yeah. I, I think I think Batman is the best thing because there are a lot of there are shitty Batman things. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of Happy Meal stuff, the stuff you were talking sure, about. Sure. There's a ton of toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's t tons of great stuff that continued to come out at the same time. I wonder how much of this friction that is bad podcasting. I wonder how much of the friction is because I have a nine year old. Because I have spent the last nine years like watching the stuff come for my kid, right? Like, oh, yeah. like there aim there are targets all over my son, sure. to be sold. And as a parent, my job, one of my biggest jobs, I think, is to not only like keep the shit away, yeah, but also raise a kid who sees a little bit of that and understands like yeah, sure. that's a thing that yeah. they're trying to sell to you, right? And and it's uh it is interesting because like it is weird that entire industries are exist solely because they can target vulnerable children who don't know better. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean that's yeah. It's wild. Even even like the serial killer industry Huge. <laughs> Huge. Well, that's their number one target. Yeah, but target. no, it's like yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like start sounding like some fucking QAnon where it's like groomers are everywhere. That's not what I mean. No, no, no. I just think it's weird that yeah, it's people that want to. We make just it... allow industries to be like, oh, oh for our sure. bread and butter is like straight up manipulating your child. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, we brainwash your children. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, and I, it's not because they're gonna steal their souls or eat their no, fucking adrenochrome or do some right. weird thing. They just they want just money. Want money? They want the parents' cash. Yeah. That's all yeah, they're after. Of yeah. course, of course. It I is mean, a weird thing. We're dealing with. I mean, I think about this all the time. We're dealing with a funny thing right now in the Global world warming. Of, in the world Hilarious. of entertainment. Hilarious. And I think about this all the time. Where uh, I'm gonna be careful how I say this, mm -hmm. uh, just because I work with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think there are people out there who are like, "Oh, my face is on this video on YouTube. It should have a hundred thousand views on it." Right. And right. I'm like, well, "How about the quality?" It's, and they're like. It's me. They're like, no, 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 my face. And yeah. I'm like, well, do you want to make it really good? Or they're like, my face has to, as long as my face is yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think that this is more similar. Can you just have the balls to say that you're talking about how <laughs> you manage <laughs> my my OnlyFeed account? And I'm like, Only if feet. my feet are there, it'll make money. But it is a similar thing where... I don't care about the shading on the grapes that I'm squishing. <laughs> what we're talking about is like... You know, there are the projects that we hold. It's all nuance. That, yeah. that we hold dear, where it's like a director made a thing that he thought was good. Yeah. A guy yeah, made yeah, a TV yeah. show he thought was good. Um, and then there's the other side of it, which yeah. is like, how do we get those bucks? I don't care if it's fucking good, as long as the numbers right. go up. Right. Well, you know what it is? It's the difference between like the BlackBerry movie 
Yes. Which is genuinely great. Yes. And was made to like with a real attempt at making a thing. Yes. And and I loved it and I thought it yes. was fantastic. Matt Johnson. Yes. Really, really great. And then like the fucking fiery hot Cheeto movie. Flaming hot Cheeto yeah. Yeah. movie. Yeah. And I don't know anything about it, but yeah, but, I, like, I know what you mean. That's the level. You know what I mean? Where I where it, like that's the yeah, that's the stuff where I'm like, uh, yeah, you know? we're talking right now. We were talking before the podcast, yeah, uh, about how they're making a twisted metal TV show. Mm. How is that possible? Right, like, right, and, I, yeah. and I'm, I'm the most hopeful. Like, we can do it. We can make it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. also, I want to believe that if they said Chuck, Brad, and Ray, if you can make a t- twisted metal TV show, that we could come up with something good. And All right, we're gonna have Calvin driving the ice cream but truck. And Hobbs <laughs> is, is the guy in the wheels. <laughs> but it seems um, fucking real tough. So there's a guy, and he has a big metal beam, and he, there's a ticking clock. He has six days. Mm. But I think six episodes, so, six days to twist that metal. <laughs> so I think that I think that that is a thing. I actually yeah. think Batman is probably the best uh, version of that. I mean, I guess Spider Man, yeah. but Batman is probably the best because he's so singular. I feel like all the Marvel characters in my head. Are like part of a world of characters that they mm-hmm. always kind of use, and like I know well, I, that's tough too because it comes from the big two and the companies exactly, uh, exactly. With, the, with this pre-existing stuff where there's so much to pull from for sure, and they're doing a closer one to one than uh, than the Ninja Turtles comic book that was dar- like intentionally dark and violent, yes, uh, becoming a bright, colorful children's cartoon, right? right. So it's not like they're trying to do. They're not trying to do the cartoon uh, like it's the comic book. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, yes, right. Yeah. There's so much fucking nuance but, with this that's crazy. And, yeah. And it's. Yeah. I think. I think that Batman yeah. has a lot of that too, though. I think that yeah. by the time they were like the Adam West Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah, 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 it yeah, all, yeah. It's also like I guess we're taking the the basic DNA of this thing and stretching it into a completely different. It's also direction. difficult because comics evolved along the decades that the other pop culture for Batman was coming out as well, right? Totally. So yeah, it's it, it yeah. you know what's happening. You wanted to have like a fun celebration of of Ninja Turtles, and I was like, yeah, I think that's fine, and it created this this thought process for me where I'm thinking about like pop culture as a whole and our generation and what that means, you know, like the, the generation that is like, we grew up with the internet, not we grew up with it in our homes. Right. Right. We grew up alongside yes. the internet growing up yes. and like all the things that that comes with. It's, it's, it's really weird. No, so I we're at 1990. Yes. No, I, I completely, I completely agree. Um, and I think that, there is something to be said about the idea of like the art for art's sake mm-hmm. and then the commerce for commerce sake yeah. and the destruction and decisions that are made when those two things sure, sure, yeah. come yeah, face yeah, yeah. to face. You yeah. know? But go ahead, Brad. Yep. Then I released my barbed wire uh, cartoon. <laughs> Hand drawn. No. Uh, also in 1990, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie came out at the time. The highest grossing independent film. Yep. And it was it was made independently, pretty modest budget, and they yep. shot it where? In Canada or something? Yeah. It was like shot like kind of like bare bones on purpose because they just didn't have any money for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely darker than the cartoon. I heard they had so little money they had to reuse the same pizza for the whole movie. Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> in one end of a turtle, out the other end. Brad's uh, taping it back onto the slice. Also also in 1990, the Coming Out of Their Shells tour, sponsored yeah. by Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah where yeah. people See, in turtle costumes, <laughs> I, I, yeah. not lip sync, mouth synced to 
I don't know, soft rock tunes. And who was one of those turtles? Michael Ian Black. Yep. He was one of the ones on the tour. I love it. Which is I love hilarious. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they appeared on Oprah. Mm-hmm. I, I got the cassette from Pizza Hut, still have it. Or I gave it to Chuck. I'm not sure which. I have it. Uh, 1991, because 1990s... It's filthy. It's covered in... <laughs> Pizza grease. Yeah. It's weird. Every time I borrow from him, it always starts at the same exact spot. Like, it stopped there every time. It's starting to get ah. staticky there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because the 1990 film had done so well, 1991, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use was rushed out yeah. uh, to strike while the iron was hot. As such, quality... Declined. Hmm. Uh, I love perceived to decline. I love uh, Razor Toka and Razor in that movie. They're babies. Uh, 1990. Was, was it Jim Henson Muppets for both movies or yes, no? For those two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then, After that, the costumes get pretty fucking janky. Yeah. 19, I do remember that. 1993. Uh, you know, so two years after uh, the second movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Uh, aim, time. Aimed more at the Japanese market, but it wasn't released there. So when they wrote it, they're like, all right, we're going to like, Oh, that Teenage makes Ninja Turtles are super popular in Japan. We're going to write this movie with the intent of appealing to them. And then the Japanese films, uh, uh industry was like, no, thanks. Yeah. They saw the hats and they were like, no, 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 <laughs> we're, we're done here. You know, uh, in a few decades, there's going to be a word for what you're doing. Um, So the cartoon is still running through this whole time. Started in 87, ended in 96. I mean, we're getting some heavy hitter characters there. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I I said it, it sounded sarcastic. I'm genuine, because in my mind, I genuinely was like, man, I remember those characters. Like, there was some wild, it is funny, like, as it went on. Yep. And all of these things were introduced. But then I panicked because I couldn't remember any of their names. What was the doctor where he was a bug? Ba- Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman. That's what it was. He, he was earlier on. Yeah, know. okay. Um, when I, did, when did the duck with the one wheel come in? Mm, yeah, Gizmo Duck. Uh, yeah. That's DuckTales. Oh, woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably watched oh, until uh, the, the uh, neutrinos uh, showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's, so, he's stuck in a gold bloom loop. So, so my, uh, <laughs> my feeling of like my connection to turtles during this time... Obviously, like I'm six in 1990. Yep. So I wasn't interested in the movie because it was really? too scary. Yeah. It oh, looked like I loved too much. The movie. I, I loved it. I, I eventually grew to love the you movie. You were a mature seven year old. Hell yeah. I, I, I eventually grew to love the movie. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the comics when I was young, but I I no. I did. Uh, I watched the cartoon. Obviously, I loved the the car, the figures. Mm-hmm. My Grammy would take me and Christian, my cousin, for our birthdays. She'd be like, "When I on your birthday, we'll take you to Toys R Us. The birthday boy picks two, and the non-birthday boy picks one. Oh, my God. And then we switch off. Yeah. His birthdays yeah. are about, about two months apart. Yeah. Two months apart. So whatever. We each end up with Either three. way, we're getting three fucking toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was so into the toys that I sent a letter to Playmates where I designed... Wrong one. Uh, I got <laughs> up in the mail. <laughs> I designed all my own. Uh, <laughs> I did. Well, Ooh, is this a new bad guy? <laughs> it works. Um, Krang I, looks weird. <laughs> I sent in uh, designs for four Christmas turtles that oh, I designed. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, they didn't make them, but I will say Yet. they came out with a documentary in like 2017 called the. Def- it's called Turtle Power: The Definitive History of the Ninja Turtles, and they talked about how they invited people 
to send in their designs. Yeah, yeah. And then they would contact the people and they would buy the designs from them. And that's how a lot of the toys got made. Was like there was a giraffe that plays basketball and all these different things. Yeah. And that's where they got a lot of the ideas. Now, wasn't there a duck? Genuinely, I made the joke about the duck with yeah. the wheel. There was a duck who wore a leather jacket. Yeah, he wore, a, he, wore, he wore a bomber jacket. It was yeah, a, a leather bomber jacket. Yeah, yeah he was, a, he was, he was a, pilot. a pilot. Yeah. And he had a hat. But I remember, I I remember the toy because yes. I had it. Yes. And I liked the character because I also liked like DuckTales. Me too. And, and in my head, I, I couldn't separate nope. this duck that was part of Ninja Turtles and this duck over here that was also a pilot just 20 minutes later on my TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, no, that's a different duck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I loved the toys. I loved collecting the toys. I did not like the original NES games. They were so hard to me. Mm. But then when Turtles... They came out with the arcade games, including Turtles in yeah, Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Turtles oh, in the, Time... the arcade games were huge, too. For oh, sure. Yeah, the, the, the we'll, we'll, we'll get to those. Okay. The Turtles in Time arcade game, you know, widely regarded as one of the best arcade games ever, and was probably more important to me as a fan of Turtles than the TV show was. Okay. Which I know is weird, but... Yep. And I also did start reading the comics at the time, but they split into two versions. It was Turtles, Ninja Turtles, that continued the black and white, like regular, like gritty. And then there was also Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that was more like the TV show, but mm. they were fucking wicked wacky. They did a lot of space stuff. It was very influenced by Marvel, and they had a floating cow head. And I think I think the name was Salt Lick. And it picked them up. I know this is so weird. It picked them up in its mouth, and it brought them to another planet, like Secret Wars, for them to battle. And they all had different outfits. So they, so was it them doing like uh, Zardoz? Do you know that movie? No, Zardoz. I, I I know the name of the movie, but I don't. Yeah, know you've anything heard it as a it. reference. Yeah. yeah. What is it? It's an early Sean Connery movie, and it's a sci-fi movie. It's yeah. called his, Zardoz. His outfit. That's what. That's yeah. What I that know. insane yeah. outfit. Oh my god, he's got like, he's got like a, uh, you know, Borat wearing that swimsuit. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, but it's red leather. Yeah. It's insane. And in this world, like, there's the people that have everything, and then there's not, and there's a giant head that just floats around and will like puke out guns. Oh wow, it's wild. That is wild. The reason it's called Zardoz is because that's what everybody calls it. And yeah. of course, Sean Connery eventually makes his way. With his six shooter and ponytail, and yeah, yeah, red underwear, yeah, yeah. Uh, he finds that the creation of that it came from a book in an old library that's been dilapidated, and and he brushes it off, and it's the Wizard of Oz, but those letters have worn away, so it's Zardoz. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like that. I just saw the big head. Yeah, yep. you know, no, it was. The, very, and, in, and in this, it's a giant cow head, and I, it, that feels like somebody saw Zardoz and went, "All right, for turtles, you know, we do a lot of different animals." It's a big fucking cow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really. Mm. They, they so they change all their outfits at one point in time, and I was like waiting and waiting and waiting for the toys to come out based on the outfits, or maybe for it to happen in the show or something. Never happened. Sorry. But they did. They did incorporate one thing, which was that. I think it was I think it was Raphael. I'm not sure. Maybe Michelangelo. Instead of having a bandana, he had a whole thing that covered his head. Okay. That was tied in the back, and it was like a sun, like a Japanese like rising sun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've kind of adopted that a little bit into some of the newer stuff. But for me, the figures and the arcade and the arcade games were like way bigger to me than the show. Yeah. And the movie. I didn't watch the movie till like later. Yeah. It was scared. 
Um, so the cartoon ended in 1996, mm-hmm. which meant it was time for a reboot in 1997, mm-hmm. uh, a live action series. The next mutation. Yeah, I don't know if it's Saban Entertainment because there's a football coach named Nick Saban. I think it's Saban. Pronounce. That's who did or, uh, Power or, Rangers or Saban Entertainment. I don't know. Oh, is it A N at the end? S A B A N. I've always heard Saban when it comes sure. to the Power Rangers. Saban Entertainment. The new mutation introducing a fifth female turtle, Venus de Milo. This is something Eastman later said he regretted. Like, <laughs> like the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. The, not not a female turtle, uh, but the uh, the whole project. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, Two thousand. When did porns start? <laughs> turtle porn. It's ten inch mutant ninja turtles is what it's oh, called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is pretty good. That's not bad. <laughs> Uh, 2000 Eastman sells out to Laird. Uh, so Eastman is, uh, is, is, has sold his, you know, controlling interest to Laird. 2003, that's time for a new animated kid series ran for seven seasons. Laird worked on that. Mm -hmm. 2007, there's uh, the TMNT movie. That's I think CG. That was actually really good. Yeah. That was the one that's, that's pre Michael Bay. It's actually like. It's made like it's CG. It's like yeah. it's like Toy Story kind yeah. of animation. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand nine, yeah. Laird sells to Viacom. So at this point, they yeah. all they they're out as owners. Uh, Two thousand eleven, there's a new comic line introduced through IDW. Eastman is one of the writers and okay. artists. Two thousand twelve, uh, let's hear that other uh, animated series ended in two thousand ten, rebooted in two thousand twelve. This one on Nickelodeon, it ran for five seasons. And people like love that one. I've never really watched it. Two thousand fourteen, Michael Bay one. Two thousand sixteen, not good. I don't know. Michael if you've seen Bay two. Yeah. Two thousand eighteen. Uh, so two years after the last animated series, I'm sorry, one year after the la- uh, last animated series ended. A fourth animated series, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles, ran for two seasons and had a wrap-up movie on Netflix in yep. 2022. The and they, correct way to pronounce that year. And they did a... That's they, a callback to the Chammies, Brammies, and Our Hammies episode. Wow. Uh, they did a movie called... Uh, I don't know what it was called, but it was like a straight-to-video or straight-to-streaming. And those turtles, the newer ones, they go into the multiverse... They meet the original 1980 whatever ones, right? Well, this is pre all the multiverse stuff. Because I know, this is a I long know, time ago. I know. It, 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 you know what? It speaks to that idea that I was talking about, like the uh, uh, like our generation being raised this way. And I, I wonder if all the multiverse stuff is popping up because our generation is the generation that began, like, do it again, do it again, just do it again, just do it again. Like, like reboot, 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 reboot. Well, the thing is, I think that we're... So we have five uh, versions of, like, basically every character we like. It's like, it's been done this many times, and then it's like, well, I guess we'll just do it where they're all together. I yeah. think it's more likely in a, in a in a story where you can tell a story like that, like the, DC, like the Flash movie, yeah, where yeah. DC actually has a multiverse thing. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I think you can, as opposed to... You know, a TV show that's a little bit more like uh, not based in like science fiction and magic. Yeah, yeah. You know well, what no, I mean? I, but most shows that aren't based in science fiction, fiction or magic, like don't have. Well, they have like. Well, I guess what I mean is reiterations. Like, of well, there's the, like the Twenty One Jump Street, Dukes of Hat. All these things have reboots. Yeah, th- but that, that, but that's two. That's right? two. Yeah, so, yeah. But I'm talking about things that have multiple, multiple, yeah. multiple, multiple. Yeah. Uh, like Doctor Who. Has done a oh, few yeah, Doctor little specials Who where like all the doctors yeah, that are makes, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's so it is. I don't know. It's just it's interesting to me. Like our our era is the first time this is being dealt with. So this you know? is so this is a funny thing. So for me, 
you know, I love the games, whatever. And at this time when I'm a kid, I'm just like, ah, I just like this thing, whatever. Yeah. But as I got older and I started being like, wait a minute, I'm like, these are the comics. Mm-hmm. This is the animated show. This is the live action movie. And just those three are already different. And we're only in 1991 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And already that's interesting. So time goes on. I realize, like, you know, I love the toys. I, I, I love these characters in different ways and for different reasons. And I love the design of a lot of things. And I kind of eventually acknowledge the fact that I'm like, oh, this does represent to me the idea of creating something that is malleable. And for a lot of things, I think like, I mean, if we use Kevin Smith as an example, like I think Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, those first five, that's really the way that like a malleable thing that you're selling, and we're not saying selling in a negative way, just the thing that you are providing, yeah. which is Kevin Smith's comedy style and writing, is kind of portrayed throughout five different projects with really different goals and really different sure, sure, yeah. kind of ideas in mind. And those are my, you know, my favorite five Kevin Smith projects for the most part in terms of movies. Um, oh, he's standing right behind you holding a copy of Tusk. Red State and he's crying. I actually love Red State. Red State's great. Yeah. Red State's killer. Yeah. But um, I really kind of realized, I'm like, oh, like part of like... Oh, he just put it down. <laughs> <laughs> he just picked up Clerks 3. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like a lot of what art is, even as a stand-up, a filmmaker, whatever, all this stuff, is kind of saying... A, you're figuring out your voice, you're figuring out your thing, and then you figure out how to refine it and how to make it better and how to add to it and how to take away things that maybe make it weaker. And I realized that the Turtles really represented a lot of that stuff for me where they're making things more marketable in a lot of ways, and some of it is 100% marketing, like the TV show, like the you know TV show and the toys. But then they're still saying like, well the popularity of this thing allows us to jump into it for different projects that a lot of people do get to put a lot of work that is based in care for the characters and based in right. care for the story and care for the world, which leads to The Last Ronin, which is really recent, the new video game, which is really recent, and um, the Seth Rogen movie, which I do think of Seth Rogen as someone who is like super into the series, super cares about the material, and kind of much like Spider-Verse, I think it's going to be someone who's really looking to just like elevate the genre of that type of movie using a world that they care deeply about. Yeah, and that's fun and exciting, and I hope that's the case. Yeah. Because that is the um, the exception to the rule. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that's what makes it special. Yeah. yeah. Kenny, so Kenny Rubanus is one of our uh, listeners, and he's, yep. an, he's an artist. He's done a lot of work for us. Um, and He, he actually, did my logo for my uh, OnlyFeet. Yes, that's right. Uh, he actually saw the Turtles movie, the new one, mm-hmm. because he went to an animators convention in like Norway or Sweden or the Netherlands, and he's like, "It was." You know, they struggle with those a lot. <laughs> Can I tell you why? <laughs> why? Uh, they struggle with draw. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he said he said it was not completely finished. It was like yeah. mostly finished. He said, I think this has the potential to be the next like Spider Verse thing. He's like, it's it, there's that much care put into it and there's that much work on the artistry side. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. I mean That's the trailers great. have been yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um but for me, yeah, I think it really showed me that what you can kind of come up with, you can really farm it out in negative ways mm-hmm. and in positive ways. And the truth is, I think a lot of entertainment is figuring out the marketing side of the stuff, which is maybe thinner 
Yeah. As well as the stuff you care about. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way that, like, you know, Ben Affleck has always kind of said, like, in terms of movies, one for them, one for me, one for them, one for me. I'm like, is the Turtles a version of that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, well, we're going to do the one thing that's going to appeal to a million people that we're selling, and then we're going to make the good projects, and hopefully they get through, too. Yeah. No, it's it's really... it, It is interesting. It's difficult to parse a lot of those things, especially when it was coming from a, a period of time where that stuff was starting. Like the, yes, the yeah. machine was getting started. Exactly. And so you did have stuff that was like, uh-oh, genuine thing. Oh, good, good. All right, okay, so now it's been it's been eaten by the machine. Okay, but yeah. is it going to continue being genuine? Is it not? You know, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, here's this other thing that's wholly artificially flavored and, you know, whatever, mm. and it's a big, big pop. But it is, it is difficult to kind of parse all of that you know what i mean it really is i I think it is but what makes it a little bit easier for me is something like we sold our rights to turtles to nickelodeon they're Mm going to do whatever they do with it who knows about the next show and who's in charge of it but eastman and Layer are going to get together just them and write the last ronin yeah and that's going to be able to exist because this thing exists and then they get out this great new story for people that are like us that might be looking for something that has a little bit more artistic integrity or uh intentions that are about making a great thing yeah yeah as opposed to a market i just want you know i want that stuff to be held versus like you know just taking all of the things and going, this is all art with value. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Yeah. So it's, and, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it is very tough. It's, yeah. it's, it is really tough. But I think, um, yeah, I think that the Turtles have continually come out with good stuff at the same time, mm. I guess. And we'll have to see with the Seth Rogen thing. Sure, sure. Um, I was a huge fan of the new DuckTales. I thought the new DuckTales was done really, really well and with a lot of care. And Seth Rogen is also doing a new Duckwing Duck. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's a continuation of that from and that. But. Like, and today, I will say, like this, this kind of tradition continues where you get like kids' shows for my son that's watching you know, kids' shows. Mm-hmm. The, the difference between consuming one cartoon show versus the other, right. yeah. where it is few and far between when you get something like, what did we just watch? Oh, we just watched Gravity Falls. Yeah. Which is, that came out a while back. Right. But we watched it, and I'm like, this is genuine. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it, like, Who made that? Enjoy this. Someone made that because there's a reference to it in another it, adult in, show. In Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. People that were Rick mm, and Morty. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah. nope. Uh, friends of Justin friends Royland. Of, yeah. Yeah. So I think some people worked on both oh, shows. Oh, sure. A lot yeah. of people yeah. did. But it's, it, it, you know, every once in a while, I'll find this kind of thing with Finn, and I, like, lean in on that yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Craig of the Creek was similar to that. We Bear Bears or that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, versus just, like, way more hollow fucking bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. Oh, I know. That's the thing, is that these things are always going to exist uh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of in tandem. And it's going to be hard to tell what they are or what, yeah. the, what the intentions are like until he, you actually experience them. He went through a blip of time where he was really into Pokemon and he was watching the show and he was trading the cards. Right. It all came from the cards from kids yeah. at school. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I, like, I would see the stuff and I'm like, this is nothing. This is just nothing. Yeah. Right? Uh, and thankfully, that, sh- that lasted a very short amount of right. time. Yeah. Uh, but it is a thing where I am concerned about like that kind of stuff. I was raised on hollow media and never questioned it. 
<laughs> Look how that turned out. I like hollow media as a. It's a true thing, you know. Uh, I, I yeah. think that it, it does exist. You yeah, know, it would sure. be disingenuous to claim otherwise. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that the the closer you get to children, too, it's like that's where the hollow media is going to be the most because they're yeah. the people that are not going to discern. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, exactly. They don't know. I mean, we fell for it. I think there was a lot of toy marketing for us. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, I think now kids have to navigate even even it's even harder for them to navigate because they're dealing with a fucking industry that has learned all this time. Yeah. Yeah. They've I had know. decades to figure out how to get more manipulative. Oh, I know. And how to be more derivative. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and it's wild. Like Rubik's Cube, the movie. It's, it's, well, we're at a place now where like that's that was here's my... this YouTube kid that yep. used to open fucking toys. Yep. Now has a toy line. Yep. I know. Now has a other show. And it's like, oh God, please don't fall for that. Please. Yeah. Yes. You know? And thankfully my son has been raised with a little bit of i guess media literacy right which is something that like was ignored you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. even, even like my uh my brother-in-law's generation he's gen x just before us like with his kids it stressed me out like the media literacy levels where i was just like you don't check what your kid is watching on youtube yeah i know you just let you let them have their own account yeah. And they can watch whatever. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, don't don't do that. Yeah. It's it's funny, uh, I was just thinking about this whole thing. Recently I was thinking about the fact that I have a a really hard time taking anything and saying, here's my thought about this thing. Because I tend to look at everything in parts. Like like a great example is Transformers, the movie, mm-hmm. because it's a movie I legitimately don't get any enjoyment out of watching. And I'm not connected to, and yeah. I don't really like. I'll and kill I, you. And I don't think it's great. That's just sure. a thing. Okay. But when I watch it, a big part of me, it's just like, well, this CG was really interesting because there's not other movies where they have to deal with metal and glass and this in this way. And I find this appreciation for these little moments. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this was good. This was good. This was good. And I think that that with something like Ninja Turtles, where it's like every, there's so many different things where yeah. it's like, well, here's the original comics. Here's the show. Here's the first live action. Movie, here's the second video game. Blah, blah, blah. I have to look at all those things yeah, yeah. piece by piece. And it kind of almost delights me that there is this undercurrent of great projects that exist Right. While there is the mainstream face of things that is pulling people to the IP. Yeah. I, I, there's something that I like about that in the same way where if they're like, yeah, we made a fun bearable, uh, you know, if it was so big that they made a fun bearable touring show for kids where there's big mascots of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would kind of love that no matter how shitty it was. Well, that's because it's us. <laughs> that's also true. Right? Also, the reason it's shitty is because I wrote it. <laughs> Oh man, they didn't. There was one. Re- one of them is a parent, and you didn't have them write it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow, they didn't really retain any rights to write this thing. They actually did. Yeah. And it's just—it's knockoff versions. They're making no money. I, I made the mascot costumes as well. Yeah, yeah, they're making no money because of all the licensing. Uh, just that's in the show, yes. and then it cuts to it, and it's and it's the big foam version of of Brad going. Yeah. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> right? I'm like, why is this happening? We, yep. we paid so much for that song. Uh, no, it is. It it is. It is. Uh, it's tough to it's think weird. about. Weird. Like, I remember being a kid. I think I've brought this up on the podcast before. Like the first time I realized a a video game 
bi- disappointment. Right. Was when I got the Back to the Future 1 and 2 double yes. uh, Nintendo cartridge. And I'm like, this is my favorite movie. This will be great. Here's all of my birthday money. Oh, God, it sucks. Right? And, and I had the same like, exact thing. Yeah, I can't trust this. I played you know? the E.T. game for you know, Atari. You know, so. you know how I was? I was closer to like... Because Christian, my cousin, had a game called Spider-Man and X-Men Arcade's Revenge. Mm. And it's for the Nintendo. Right. There are a lot of great eventual Spider-Man and X-Men games separately. Yeah. This game is really bad. It's yeah. just poorly made. And there's tons of them. And like and, that, and I, we... I just looked at it and I was like, if I don't like this... There is something wrong with me yeah. because right, I right, know right. that Spider-Man and X-Men are cool. Dude, there are so many bad Nintendo and Super Nintendo games oh, of course, of course. that just slapped the name of the thing on. That was part of the whole industry, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And that is part of, I think, part of the cynicism that's baked into me of like understanding that. Of I think it's it's kind of wild that we have like as a fun trivia tidbit that Super Mario Brothers 2 was just some other motherfucking game. Yep. You know what I mean? Super, Super Mario Brothers, the biggest yeah. home video game thing. Yeah. Just yeah. exploded. Yeah. And right. the second one was just a shoulder shrug of like, change the face and then we'll call it Mario. It's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. wild to me. And yeah. and I think there's unfortunately I I I worry that there's so much of that. Yeah, you know. know. Yeah, so it yeah. is a real thing to wrestle with. It's hard for me to like as a person who appreciates uh, art and artists and like the the creation of a thing and the writer, the director, blah blah blah, yeah, all those things. Yeah. To also be like, uh, yeah, like, uh, oh man, what were those little things? Smurfs? No, it was like it came Snarks. in a box and it was in a cage and it was a monster rubber thing. Oh, I know what you're, it was like my little monster or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. Like to, my pet monster. Yeah, to like look at that and, and then hold up like a genuine article and being like, this still has a place in my heart because of my childhood. Right. And, yes. And and what I loved about it then. I know. You know what I mean? I know. It's it's a very difficult thing. It is interesting to be like, is this positive? Is this negative? This is this is designed as this. Yeah. But but I do think I like to think, and this is just my own thing, like I look at those original Ninja Turtle toys and like the backing cards and the, how they're all painted yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And to me, there is a real artistry to all that stuff, and maybe even to the the original design of the turtle cartoons and and the Ducktales cartoons and all this stuff. But it's like I don't even. If someone said to me, "Do you like Chippendales Rescue Rangers?" I'd be like, "I love it." They'd be like, "How good were the stories of those original shows?" And I go, "I have no fucking idea." Yeah, that's I, I don't the hard even part. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Like why 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 can I think of the Snorks? Uh, which was a children's cartoon show in the 80s. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know yeah. the oh, Smurfs? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like Smurfs. Yeah, exactly. Only underwater. Yeah. yeah. And I think fondly of the Snorks. And I remember I had the orange guy. Yep. He was stepping on a bar of soap. He's going to slip. Uh oh. Uh, and like loved it. Yeah. I can't tell you anything that happened in Snorks yep. or anything or, or what happened. That is literally just like we did a Smurfs. Yep. Because we just were trying to copy the thing. It holds no. It's all artificial flavor. That it's is, all preservatives that, yeah, for and stuff. Sure. And yet, there's still a part of me that's like, I love the snorks. I like I the I like I the agree. idea of like you're like, I'm gonna prove that the snorks was 
hollow media and you go to watch it and you know it, it cuts and it's you sobbing, sobbing. And you're sobbing. Like, oh yeah. my god I've I, learned I so much about it? the truth of yeah. the human condition I'm, I'm, I'm not suggesting that we do this but the idea of trying to figure out what is and isn't hollow media is really interesting because you have something like on one side that's basically like Lion King mm-hmm. for sure artists that cared for sure uh, trying to make a great story for sure great music that to me the original Lion King Perfect example of big budget mainstream company makes a great thing, mm-hmm. but then you have the Snorks or the you know the knockoff Transformers. I don't even know what they're called. Yeah. Go bots or, or the quote unquote live action. It still bothers me that they used it. Li- that, Lion that King. Term. Lion King. Yeah. That's, that's the, so yeah. Right. So let's say the two examples are Lion King and Lion King. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's this legitimate. Confusing it's legitimate, legitimate art from a big studio. Yeah. and hollow media. Right, and, which and then is you know which? what you have to add into that conversation? Yeah, the uh, I believe Japanese film that came out before Lion King. Oh yeah, that was like the Lion King. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Kimba the White Kimba, Lion. Yes. Also, it, you know what needs to go in there? The Broadway show, The Lion King, which is great. Yes, yeah. we got to put that we in there. Lion King was Lion King. We also have to put in the, the direct to video <laughs> sequels of The Lion King. Let's let's do this Hollow Media thing, and it's so this one. Forty percent Lion King and sixty percent Lion King. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Example for both. Honestly, when I was looking at this, I'm like, this is a, a cut and dry Lion King situation. <laughs> but as it went on, I realized there are hints of Lion King within the Lion King, and by the end, I was kind of like, you know what? It's Lion and King. That's what I think. You know, you get the Lion from Lion King and the King from Lion King, and you yeah. put them together, you get Lion King. Yeah. I'd love to talk about the Ninja Turtle video games. Oh, if yeah. I could. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. I, I, I just, the, the, the kind of thing I want to say is, so like I've had this funny relationship over the years where I kind of realized that my love went in this snaking way of like, well, I love the design of this. I know yeah. this isn't good. I know this is bad. This is yeah. like, for sure, the fact that the coming out of their shells tour happened where they did music yeah. is only a positive to 38-year-old me in 2023 looking at how fucking crazy that is. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. at the yeah. time, yeah. what would they actually make it for? And it's just to get money through the door and for kids to go to a show going, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> Dude, like, like, I love Home Alone 2. I had a talk boy. I think and remember fondly the talk boy. Yeah. That's only a product to sell. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I, and I love the talk boy. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know it's tough. That's, you base most of your personality on it. <laughs> <laughs> Credit card, you got it. Oh, dude. <laughs> I say that alone or with my family in my house. It is a regular saying. My son has picked it up. I will just be in the house and go, Credit card? You got it. <laughs> Every time. Every time. What do you do? Put your tongue sideways? Credit card? No, you it goes got up, it. Uh, like the tip of my tongue is on the roof of my mouth. Credit, Credit card? You got it. Credit card? You got it. Credit card? You got it. No, no, no. He's not. He's not diminished. He's, oh, no. <laughs> video games. Video games. Card. I'm the cop who came back to life in Pet Cemetery 2. <laughs> holding yeah. Brad's face against a dirt bike tire. <laughs> but yeah, I love I love the talk boy. And I know it's just a fucking uh, little bit of tat to sell. This you know is, what I mean? This yeah. is a funny running thing in the podcast. The difference between me and you looking at pop culture and the idea of the cynicism versus the hope. 
And then yeah. what's funny is I don't even think we ever disagree about the quality that the actual things are. Sure. It's just yeah. about the philosophy. Yeah, that's why earlier I was like, like, I don't so, want to have this argument. It's so because, interesting, because it's though. Not, it's, like, it's, it's not about that. It's a know, really it's interesting talk about yeah. what is entertainment supposed to be and what matters. Right. And like the hollow media thing that we agree on. Yeah, Like yeah. Lion King 2019 or whatever it was. Yeah. Being like a thing that's just dollars coming into a cash register and that's all it is. Yeah. And it's a, it's a funny it's a funny talk. We're gonna see about the game, Bradley. There were a lot, like a disturbing amount of Ninja Turtle related video games, and you can tell when I got bored making the list. I think there's probably sixteen. That's my guess. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES. Yeah, Ray played it at uh, at his thing. Really hard to swim through the seaweed. We all know it. Yeah. Uh, then there was teen- and the electrical things. Yeah, the electrical seaweed. You had to was do it electrical yeah, seaweed? So. Well, that's how I took it. Yeah. I, f- I also remember like lasers or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, was released for the NES as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Uh, then NES exclusive, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Manhattan Project. I remember that. Tur- oh, yeah. Turtles in Time, released for the arcade, ported to the SNES as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 uh, in 1992. Hyperstone Heist came out for the Genesis. Here's that one is basically Turtles in Time, but with different levels. Yeah. Okay. It's the same exact assets. They yeah. just used it here's, here's That was where I got bored. Three games for the Game Boy, yeah. one PC-only game, yeah. a fighting game called Tournament, Tournament Fighters. Fighters. In September 2002, Konami got the license to adapt the 2003 TV series into a video game franchise. Yeah. New games oh, inspired yeah. by the old beat-em-up games. So that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 2003. Uh, Battle Nexus, yeah. Mutant Nightmare, yeah. Mutant Melee. Mutant. So the, one of those games was from the game I got for my Stealing Spree thing that I told you on a recent oh, podcast yeah, yeah, where I won that yeah. bet. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 2006, Ubisoft got the games, uh, including they started with uh, a movie like based on the 2007 CG movie, yeah. uh, along with a distinct game for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, also beat em up. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade Attack was released for the DS for the series' 25th anniversary. Yep. 2013, Activision releases the downloadable game Out of the Shadows based on the 2012 TV series. Yeah. Uh, That came out for Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, and Steam. 2016, Mutants in Manhattan for the PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. It's a third-person team-based brawler, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Original story for that. Uh, written by one of the IDW comic writer and editors. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Legends, a free-to-play role-playing game, <sighs> was Christ. released for the iPhone, iPad, Android, Kindle Fire. Yeah, that doesn't even count. All right. Uh, then they were in Injustice 2. Uh, yeah, they sorry. were playable characters in the platform fighting game Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yep. Then uh, all four also appeared in the fighting game Brawlhalla. Then then Shredder's Revenge came out in 2002, uh, inspired blah, 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 by, you know, Chuck and I love the game. One of us played through it, every level with every character, single player. It was me. I, Uh, so, so from like, you know, I played it up to the 16 bit era of like beat em ups. Yeah. And then I didn't really get into the like the later console stuff because I never heard anything that was great. I I did play them a little bit, but I wasn't really into it. And then Shredder's Revenge came out last year and it's, it's it's one of the best beat em ups ever made. And then just, uh, to, to feed Ray's cynicism. Let's feed it. During the height of, feed the monster. During their height of, monster. 
<laughs> During the height of their popularity, the turtles had a number of food tie-ins. Tons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtle cereal, which was checks with TMNT-themed marshmallows. Yep. Uh, they also produced pizza crunchabungas. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would love a pizza crunchabunga. Uh, I'll say that. I would love a pizza crunchabunga. <laughs> but, like, to me, Ray's face on SpaghettiOs... With, like, Sheila the Movie Slot and all his other characters, Charlton Heston. I love that. That's fun. Uh, see, see there, do you like that or do you dislike that? The uh, the Crunchabungas? <laughs> no, like, if you were, if they were like, we're going to make uh, SpaghettiOs from Fun yeah. Bearable, it's uh-huh. going to be all Ray in his face on everything. Yeah. Are, are whoa, you happy about whoa. that or are you like, this is shitty? Uh, I, that, that's like a, an amusement to me. Me you too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, me that's just like, this is so <laughs> wild. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Do it. There Go were, ahead. There were also Eat my face. <laughs> there were also Hostess uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pies featuring a crust cl- covered in green glaze with vanilla pudding inside. Uh, I mean, they never took my idea that I wanted to do, which yep. was uh, you know at home uh, pizza, little rectangular pizzas mm. at the time called John McLean. McCl- oh no, it all <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. It, what, what's that pizza? What's that pizza? Totino's. No, it's a rectangle pizza when I was a kid. I know, and it's orange. And it, There's an orange box with black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's McCain Elios. Elios Pizza. Elios. Well, it was going to be John McClane Elios. Uh, there were four John TMNT <laughs> mail away items to order from Hostess and Royal Ooze Gelatin Desserts. Uh, you could just set mail to get Turtles Jello, mm. I guess. Uh, there was I, a, got a pa- I got a packet of powder in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a Canadian cereal called Shreddies. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, the, the short-lived uh, product tie-in that the, the little rectangular pizzas did mm-hmm. with a Ben Affleck uh, movie that did not do too well. Mm. Gilios. Mm. <laughs> Gilios. <laughs> Uh, Chef Boyardee had a canned pasta with pasta in the shapes of the four turtles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, they, they did limited versions with shredder shapes in there as well. We get it. There's yeah. turtle food. Yeah, turtle yeah. food. A lot of... Lot of yeah, yeah. You could get a, an action figure. I know. From Chef Boyardee, a shredder action figure. It was a super shredder from Ooh, Turtles 2. But I want a black. Chef Boyardee figure <laughs> yes. from Chef Boyardee. Wearing the shredder armor. Yeah. yeah. Squeeze his legs. He shoot out. He shoots out sauce. Yes. <laughs> that random sauce that's in there. Yes. And then, and then a couple of years ago, this is the, kind of the final thing, is just like NECA started yep. getting, they got the license and they started making mm. these insanely accurate uh, Turtles figures based on the show, the movie, the video game. And I'm not even kidding. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if right now they produce around 250 turtle toys a year. Yeah, there's a million like variants of things. Now, yep. they, they just Dude. do like, oh, the turtles are the universal monsters. I the love tu- that. The turtles are doing this. Now it's this turtle as this horror. The creature. turtles is civil rights icon. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. See, Malcolm I, X, Michelangelo. See, that's kind of one of the things I loved about Rosa the Parks, April O'Neil is the idea that like. They'd be like, all right, here's the turtles. Now here's them as sports figures. Now here's them yeah, as the Star yeah. Trek guys. Yeah. I like that stuff. I think that stuff is fun. And it, there's a there's a there's a uniqueness to what they were creating. Yeah. That I think is gone in the days of like Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. The Funko Pops feel like I hate them. No offense. Just like trash a lot of the times for a landfill Whoa. where it's just like they're wow. barely different. Except for the fun bearable Funko Pops, which are, are awesome. Great. Yeah. 
Um, but those are called fun bow pops. Yes. There was there was like a thing we're where getting sued. I feel like the design of all those things, like they had they had a character named Mondo Gecko, who was a gecko. And at one point they released music turtles and it was like 80s rock Leonardo, hip hop Michelangelo, all these different ones, yeah. punk rock uh, Donatello. And they had a hippie Mondo Gecko with the hippie pants, and he actually came with a bus. And I was like, I think that the designs of that stuff are imaginative and fun and creative. I, I really like Ska Krang, where he's holding the trombone. <laughs> Ska Krang! In a way that I think a lot of the let's just make variants of a thing yeah. are no longer. Right, right, right. I really think during that time that they did a lot of stuff that was really fun and imaginative. But, yeah. you know, I love seeing the turtles being popular. I love seeing the new figures come out. I'm what, not going to buy them all. What week is this podcast coming out? The week of probably August 2nd. Wow. Happy birthday, Chuck. Oh, thank you. Very oh, much. hey, happy birthday, Chuck. Thank you. Because yeah. it's, it's August 2nd is the Wednesday that yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you now know, we don't have to say anything at the time. I'll get, I'll, said it. I'll get a couple of them. Like, I, the Universal Monsters ones are so well designed. It's insane. I love them. Um, and I'll, I'll I get, thought some of the literary tie-ins were mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. You no, they had. Uh, oh man, there was uh, Bridges of Radical County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, keep going. Little turtles. <laughs> it was little women. Casey Casey Jones Air, Jane Air. Yeah, there was it was the totally Titanic one was that, <laughs> that <laughs> tubular Titanic. Pride and Fred Justice. <laughs> <laughs> that one sucked. Oh, oh yeah. P- Pizza and Prejudice. Pizza and Prejudice. That was, yeah, that was it. So yeah, so I hope I hope the Seth Rogen movie is good. I think it's going to be great. I trust the voice cast. They're fucking awesome. Shred and Shredability. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also Jane Austen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Jackie Chan as Splinter. I think that that's an awesome move that they're doing in this. Yeah, killer. Um, very excited for it. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> who's afraid of Virginia Razor? <laughs> He's a wolf, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, hmm. We well, could do more. Yeah, we could do absolutely. We could absolutely do more. Yes, we have to. You know what? Yeah. We'll save them for the future. Um, the unbearable lightness uh-huh. of bebop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna get better than that. <laughs> mm. That's wicked funny. Yeah, War and Peace of Pizza. Uh, that's, that's, that's my second pizza. That's my second pizza one. No, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling now. <laughs> I would like to do a Cowbunga one. That's yeah. what we're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bung and bungability. <laughs> I was like Upton Sinclair's The Cowabungle. Mm. But that's a weird pull in the first place. Man, are you there, God? It's me, Michelangelo. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, are you there? It's me, Toka. Uh, the turtle in the striped pajamas. That's oh, sad. That was a rough. Was one. Really, really. That was Splinter's list. That yeah. was. <laughs> All right, we're we're getting out of here before let's it gets. See, let's see. Worse. Let me come up with a couple no, bit more. No, no, no. Uh, I did like Donatello's origin story. The color purple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Bible, except with turtles. <laughs> 
There was oh, that no. mini series they did. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. There was that mini series they did about the turtles in slavery called uh, Rudes. Rudes. <laughs> Instead of Roots. Crudes. Crudes. <laughs> Um, no, uh, we could do some more. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think we need to. That's uh, hilarious. All right, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, so I just want to talk. Citizen Krang. Citizen <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Get us out that's of here. That's it. That's the button. Woo. Citizen oh. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> Krang. <laughs> My nose is bleeding. Yeah. Where the... <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> We're treating you. <laughs> There's just a giant vein throbbing in my head. Oh, oh man! Did I did I do it? <laughs> you sure did. No, you know what's gonna happen? The whole drive home, I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> it's gonna be showing this in slow motion. It's gonna show you like, and you dun 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 dun. <laughs> you're, you're thinking, <sighs> Citizen Crank. <laughs> 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 We're at your funeral. It was wow, really it's really that. weird. Citizen Krang was his rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got to think more. I, the whole drive home, I'm yeah, just going to be like, course. I have an eight-hour flight to Italy tomorrow, <laughs> where I'm just going to be sitting on that he's, flight when I should be he's sleeping. Got the airsick bag. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. It's just he's, yeah, yeah. he's going to Italy to come up with more names yeah. for this. Bit. That's why I'm going yeah. for, for the Italians. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in Naples, birthplace of pizza, and I'm going to be like uh, Cowabunga, uh, you know. Excuse me, do you have any Crunchabungas on the menu? <laughs> Crunchabunga? Uh, Crunchabunga? Crunchabunga? Miscusi, miscusi. <laughs> Crunchabunga? <laughs> Attenzione! Attenzione! We're going to find out that Crunchabunga means something super yeah, offensive yeah, yeah, in yeah, Italian. Yeah. Did you get a Crunchabunga? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I did. did. Um, we had well, some fun here, huh? That yeah, was great. we did. That was great. Good uh, talk. It was happy great. birthday to Chuck on today, August 2nd, if you're watching this the day it comes what out. That? That's a double punch. He, oh, is, okay. he, I is, learned it. he is as mature as ever, as you can tell <laughs> yeah. by this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? He's punching the air because he's excited for Ninja Turtles <laughs> and, and his this, birthday. <laughs> this year, your birthday is tricky because your mom said that the uh, the usual pony guy is refusing now. <laughs> yes. So she's got to find a new guy for the With pony. A strong, he said, ponies can't support an adult right. man. <laughs> I remember five years ago, she was like, can we do a horse this year? And Chuck's like, no! <laughs> How big's the horse? Pony sized? <laughs> it's like that's I have the pony. the pony wear this mask yeah, yeah. that says he's Donatello. <laughs> he's he's Orsolangelo. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Orsolangelo. You Come want on, some Ponytello? He's got he's got pizza on a string. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little he's got a you little love tag it. sticker and he's like, Who's gonna be my April? <laughs> like going through the party. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be Brad again. again. Put on his yellow jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to participate. Desperately trying to get my time. Uh, I'm just glad that this long episode we refused to close it. Yes. Well, I'm, I, here we oh, go. Oh, okay. Thank you all so much for sticking around. If you have Ninja Turtle based stuff, uh, you know, just email Chuck directly. Mm. Hit him up on social media directly. Let's all say a turtle farewell, like a turtle style farewell. Right. Okay. Check us out, funbearablepod at gmail.com or funbearablepod.com on socials at funbearablepod. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, for Ray Harrington and Cowabunga. Chuck, uh, and Chuck Staten. Tub- tubulars. I, st- I stole Tubular. Cowabunga. It was so easy. Yeah. 
I am uh, Brad Radical. Roar. Bodacious Brad Roar. Uh, saying thank you so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable, dudes. Brad the Rat Man Roar. <laughs> the Rat King. <laughs> yeah. The Brad you had King. all those rats in your apartment. That's true. It was two mice. <laughs> Can the we, cat the cat killed one of them. Cut yeah. cut it before he says the mice thing. I want people to think he has rats. Fine. <laughs> fine, fuck you, I'm out. Oh. Fine, fine. fine.